developing future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. Protectionism is rearing its head following the global trade slowdown of 2016 and the collapse of a key multilateral trade pact. But forecasts are for a rebound in merchandise trade this year to 2.4% from 1.3% last year and as much as 4% in 2018. Gitanjali Nitraj of India's Institute of Public Administration told a recent Asian Development Bank Institute seminar that the outlook was good. Uh, the world trade scenario looks pretty positive for this year and the next year even though there are a lot of developments uh, which are anti trade there are a lot of pro- rising protectionist tendencies in the world a lot of countries moving towards protectionism but even then uh, the global trade scenario looks pretty positive for this and the next year protectionism is evident in the united states and in the european union miss natraj said blaming aggressive nationalism brexit by which the United Kingdom will withdraw from the European Union and the election of Donald Trump as president of the United States this has led to uncertainty in emerging economies of Asia the US since pulling out of the long negotiated Trans-Pacific Partnership or TPP initiative of former president Barack Obama is looking more at bilateral deals than multilateral agreements the outcome of Mr Trump's strategy is uncertain Ms Natraj said The TPP, which took 7 years to negotiate, involves Australia, Brunei, Canada, Chile, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Peru, Singapore, the United States until January 2017, and Vietnam. It was the largest trade agreement in history. She said that while the People's Republic of China was regaining growth, World trade might contract if the US doesn't change its stance and continues to build protectionist walls. Protectionism makes alternative trade pacts such as the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement in the automotive sector more attractive as countries take steps to revive the now defunct TPP. The partnership is led by the Association of Southeast Asian Nations or ASEAN. So is bilateralism the way ahead for the US and many other countries? We don't know whether US can sustain this. Um the US administration focus clearly is on the UK and Japan followed by Russia, Vietnam, Taiwan and India. The TPP was signed in February 2016 by 12 countries. Ms. Natraj called it one of the most comprehensive regional agreements involving long and painful negotiations toward compromise on a wide range of trade and trade-related issues. China was not involved. The US preferring to wait until the rules were established before inviting it to join so it would not dominate the talks. And then, one of the first acts of President Trump was to quit the deal. Despite US's withdrawal from the TPP, you see that many countries, the other member countries, 11 of them are determined to salvage the benefits of the agreement and are working to develop alternative approaches to bring the trade deal into force. It's a very very high standard agreement, probably the first of its kind in the world, covering as I said a whole gamut of uh, um, areas including competition policy, government procurement, investment issues, intellectual property rights, uh, standards in various sectors and therefore it is 
it's unfortunate that the agreement uh, hasn't uh, gone through because uh, the United States has withdrawn from it. So what is going to be the effect of this? Many countries which are banking on the TPP, what are they going to do? For instance, Vietnam, which is one of the smallest economies in the TPP, what is it going to do without the TPP? Because it was depending on it very hugely. And therefore, now it has to focus on its relationship with the United States, headed by Trump, to continue its successful growth, trade, investment and reform policies. Japan has picked up the baton and is trying to save the TPP without the U.S. and is open to inviting China and the Republic of Korea, initially excluded from the negotiations, to join late-stage talks. Some members are shifting back to bilateral deals with the U.S. The remaining 11 members appear to agree with Japan's position and are seeking to revive the TPP with a clause that would allow the United States to rejoin the agreement when it is ready to do so. So the other countries are very keen to go ahead with the TPP without the U.S. And uh, of course, they will make a provision in the TPP that if the United States wants to join at a later date, it could do so. The Asian Economic Region is scrambling to build alternative multilateral and bilateral trade agreements. But none will have the consensus of or be as comprehensive and expansive as the TPP. One that is growing in popularity is China's One Road, One Belt initiative, a 21st century land and sea silk road linking Asia through Central Asia to the European Union and expected to involve 60 economies accounting for 40% of global GDP. It is a centerpiece of China's foreign policy and time to be in place by 2049 the country's centenary. Economists say it will relieve the pressure of overcapacity on China's economy by allowing it to spread its production base and bypass protectionism by importing and exporting finished products. Of concern is how much China will benefit from getting around protectionist measures. The main question for participants being, what's in it for us? China is dangling investment in fledging sectors and technology transfer leveraging its massive foreign reserves against future shared growth. But it lacks the transparency of the TPP, which has Japan and others worried about fair competition practices and legal structures. Talks are continuing throughout this year. Ms. Natraj said it is evident that the U.S. exit from the TPP has paved the way for China to dominate and have a greater influence in the Asia-Pacific region. Gitanjali Natraj of India's Institute of Public Administration was talking to a recent Asian Development Bank Institute seminar. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.